the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back, relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. When God tells us in his word about all the things that he has prepared for us, he's actually presenting us an opportunity to receive and achieve those things that he has prepared for us. He doesn't just want us to hear about them or just know about them, but he wants us to actually have them. The word of God is a handwritten invitation by God, our Father to you and me, the people who he loves with an everlasting love to receive and achieve everything that he has prepared for you and me. Things that according to the word are rightfully ours. Since the word of God, which is absolutely true, tells me and you that God has those things already prepared and waiting for me and you, we might as well find out what they are and then do what we need to do to receive and achieve the things that God has waiting for me and you so God can get what he wants. That is his children achieving and receiving the things that are rightfully ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible with you, I invite you to turn to John chapter 10. And come on, let's dive back in to this awesome word that God gave me to give to you. One that I'm enjoying. I hope you enjoying it too. Praise God. It's called Rightfully Ours. Rightfully Ours. Because there are things that are rightfully ours that we have a valid and just claim to. Things that God has made available to me and you. But, of course, at the same time, we got to be able to know what they are and then receive them. Otherwise, they'll have no benefit to me and you. And, unfortunately, there are many things that God has made available to the people of God that are not being enjoyed and experienced by the people of God. But I'm so glad I ain't talking about y'all. Praise God. Because y'all are people who are understanding what's rightfully yours. And as a result of that, you're receiving that which is rightfully yours and, and, and stepping into the full benefit of, the, of what God made available to you as a result of what he did back on Calvary's tree when he paid sins dead in full for you. Well, foundational text is found in John chapter 10. We're going to read that, do a brief review, then we die for what in the, the day stuff, which I'm telling you is going to bless you. If you got a need to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. And it's going to bless you even more if you stepped into and received this awesome, I said awesome benefit that's available to you. John chapter 10, let's begin reading in verse 9. It reads, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. And shall go in and out and find pasture, letting us know that the people who are saved have something else that's available to them other than just that they're saved. We have things that are available to us other than the fact that just that we're saved. Even though being saved is plenty, praise God, we ain't got to go to hell, hallelujah. And we're on our way to heaven and glad about it. That's plenty to be able to shout about. But at the same time, there's more that's available to me and you. And included in that are the many multiple things that God has in store for me and you. Now, we know somebody's trying to stop us and block us from having everything that God has for us. 
That's what verse 10 says. The thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. He's trying to steal from me and you the opportunity to receive all these things that God made available to me and you. He's trying to kill us. Praise God. I mean, straight up graveyard dead kill us. Praise God. And he wants to destroy or obliterate any of our existence and any opportunity for us to be able to receive what God has in store for us or at least obliterate our resistance to Satan and what he wants to do. But I'm so glad he didn't end the story. Praise God, because there's a word that comes after what the devil come to do. And that has come from Jesus, who said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The Lord came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. But one of the key phrases to that is not the life, it's the might. Because the might means opportunity, which means that there's an opportunity that's before you and me that even though it's there for you and me, it won't necessarily be experienced by you and me because it might. Well, why might? Because we got something to do with it both day and night. If it was all up to God, it would happen because ain't nobody going to stop God. But God is working with us to be able to make sure that we receive the things that he hasn't that he hasn't store for us. And that's if we trust he's working with us. That's why there's a might that's involved with that, because see, God is a is a constant. People are variables. Hey, man, look at your neighbor. Say, hey, you looking at a variable. Amen. Praise God. Whether people want to admit it or not, they still are variable. Plus, it be the name of the Lord. They might do something, might not do something, might, might receive something, might not receive something. And so it's, if it's got something to do with you, it's a might attached to it. But you can make your might into a constant if you just believe that God's word is true and constantly believe that too. And then you can receive all these things that God has in store for you. Because if you believe it, you receive it. If you don't, you won't. It's real simple. I can make it deep. I, you know, you know, I know how to do that. But at the same time, I like to keep things simple. Praise God. You believe it, you receive it. If you don't, you won't. The key is to believe it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because if you believe it, you'll receive. Receive what? All these exceeding great and precious promises that God has for you. The ones that on his side, constant, he's already said yea and amen to. God has already said yea and amen to this life that God has in store for me and you. He's already said yea and amen that we could be the woman and man that he intends for us to be and have all that he has in store for me and you. We can be able to step into the God kind of life. Praise God. The, the good life that God has in store for me and you. The abundant life that God has in store for me and you. And live out a full, rich, and, and complete life like he intends for us to do. But it's up to us to be able to make sure that our yea matches his yea and our amen matches his amen. God's yes is yes. Our yes is yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, probably. You know, no, see, that ain't the same kind of yes. Praise God. Our yes is, God's yes is surely. It's truth. It's verily. It's even so, just like I said it. But ours is like, well, you know, we see what happened. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Nothing. Because your yes don't match his yes. Your amen got to be as firm as his amen. Because amen, that word amen, that means firm. Praise God. It's trustworthy. You can trust what God said to do. Because what he said is worthy of trust. Because he never lies to me and you. Well, if that's the case, then we can have these things. And God wants us to have these things. These things that he said are beyond anything we could even comprehend. He said, I have not seen, ear have not heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man, the things that God's got prepared for them that love him. That word prepared means made ready, which means this stuff is already waiting. Old folk, you say, God's got a blessing with your name on it. It's already sitting up in heaven. It's waiting on you. It's just waiting on you to come into agreement with him so he can do in your life what he wants to do. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's why I'm so glad y'all in here hearing the word of God. Because you got to hear about all these things that are made available to you. These exceeding great and precious promises that God's got for you. And we've been learning what one of them is recently. We found out that we have the right to receive wisdom from God. Everybody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because we, 
getting wisdom from God, and we don't learn all kind of stuff about how good wisdom is. You're about to learn some more stuff about how good wisdom is. In fact, we learned already that it's wise to receive wisdom from God. That's what we was working on last time. It's wise to receive wisdom from God because wisdom from God is like paramount. The Bible calls it the principal thing. It's the most important thing that we can ever grab hold to in relationship to what we can get from God outside of our salvation is wisdom from God. Because wisdom will give us the know-how to be able to move forward and live out how God wants us to do. So wisdom is top of the list of the things that we ought to get, much less desire. That's what the word said to me and you. Job knew it, and and we knowing it too. In fact, he said, it's silly if you don't do it. That's what we learned last time. You silly if you don't get this kind of wisdom that God has in store for you. You're operating in folly, foolishness, wisdom, silliness instead of that. Because we found out a wise man is mightier than a strong man. Praise God. In fact, we find out that a wise man, praise God, one wise man was able to be able to defeat an entire army that had rose up against it. And so if one, one and that was a poor man too. He was a poor, broke, busted man and had nothing in and of himself in terms of any physical wherewithal, but yet he had wisdom. And because he had wisdom, he was able to defeat them all. Well, if it'll defeat those enemies, it'll defeat our enemies. Praise God, and we'll never be defeated again. In fact, he said, we found out the wisdom, you can take a city too. Praise God. Glory to God. That's how we're going to take these cities that God has for us. We're going to do it with wisdom, blessed be the name of the Lord. We ain't going to have to do a lot of, a lot of extra ad, added stuff. No, just do the right stuff, and it's going to work just fine. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because the wisdom force you the ability to be able to do what otherwise would seem impossible to anybody else too. Now, there are more of the immense values of, of wisdom that I'm going to share with you today. There are more of the immense values of wisdom that I'm going to share with you today. Turn to Proverbs chapter 8, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Once again, teaching a king how to be a king. That's what the book of Proverbs is about. It's teaching a young king how to be a king. Being taught by an older, wise king that's been a king. Well, I'm willing to listen to what a king got to say. So I can rule in life and not be ruled in life like other people do. Because when you gain the wisdom of a king, you can rule like God wants you to do. Proverbs chapter 8, let's begin reading at verse 10. Oh, this is going to be good. Verse 10, it says, receive my instructions and not silver. Quit going after the money, fool. Just receive my instructions and knowledge rather than choice go. Why is that? For wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I don't care what you rolling. I don't care what you living in. I don't care what you wearing. I don't care what you got stacked up in your IRAs. I don't care. Nothing can match wisdom. Somebody ought to tell some Christians that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because they still chasing that dollar bill and still walking away from God's will. Everybody saying, I'm so, I'm so glad he ain't talking about you. Look at somebody saying, I'm so glad he ain't talking about you. Mm, mm, mm. Put an old head mm, mm, on it. Mm, mm, mm. So, verse 10. He said, receive my wisdom and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I wisdom. Now, wisdom about to speak up now. Oh, see, it's one thing. Wisdom start to talk now. Everybody say, all right now. Say, fess up wisdom. Wisdom was about to, about to fess up. Wisdom say, I wisdom 
dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Did you hear what wisdom just said? Our wisdom dwell with prudence. I know you want to run to the witty inventions because you're still thinking about that money. But stop and live, hear what wisdom said. Wisdom dwells with prudence. Wisdom dwells with prudence. Now the word dwell means to reside or permanently stay. Reside or permanently stay, which means wisdom resides with, with prudence. Wisdom resides with prudence. Wisdom has a roommate. Let me do it this way. Maybe I'm losing you. Wisdom has a roommate and a running buddy named Prudence. Now, I don't know. I came, I came from another era than some of y'all. Old folk used to say when I was coming up, birds that flock to, what did they say? Birds that live together, stay together. Hey, man. Birds of a feather. There you go. That's the one I want. Birds of a feather. Flock together. Birds of a feather flock together. Which means that when you get one pot, let me do it this way. A powerful person ends up hanging with other powerful people. Rich folk hang out with other rich folk. Anybody with me? GP, are you with me? I'm glad you ain't going nowhere. Praise God. Because they run together. It's a crew. They just run together. Wisdom tell you who you hang with. He said, I hang with prudence. That's my running buddy. To the point that they so cool. Say, ask me how cool are they? That they live together. Now, this ain't nothing freaky. They live together. They dwell together. That word dwell means to reside and permanently stay, which means wisdom ain't saying, well, look, let me, prudence don't say, look, let me hang with you for a minute until I get my own place. They stay together permanently. Wisdom has a roommate and a running buddy named Prudence. They reside together. Wisdom permanently stays with Prudence. What that mean, pastor? That when wisdom became roommates and running buddies with Prudence, They made a pact to permanently stay together. Therefore, the two are always together. The two are always together, which means when you get wisdom, prudence is right there too. When you get wisdom, prudence is right there too. Now, this ain't exciting you because maybe you don't know what prudence is and what prudence does. Prudence, by definition, means discretion. Discretion. And discretion is the better part of valor. Discretion is the better part of valor. Not how strong the warrior is, but the warrior's discretion. Because you may have all the tools. You might have all the weapons. But if you don't know when to use them, and you don't know how to use them, you ain't got nothing. Wisdom runs with prudence. Because prudence is discretion. Discretion means the power to make distinctions. The power to make distinctions. Along with wisdom comes the power to make distinctions. Distinctions 
is the recognizing or noting of differences, discriminating, discrimination. It is the recognizing or noting of differences, discriminating or discrimination. Some people say, well, I ain't, I don't don't understand why that's so important. I know that's why, because you don't counsel like I do. Because I counsel people who had no discrimination in who they chose. I counsel people regularly who had no, no, could not distinguish the differences between the person that they was with and recognize that was a person that they never was supposed to be with. They couldn't tell the difference. They had no prudence. They was just so excited somebody was with them, snided them, somebody was sniffing around them, that they had no discretion whatsoever. And therefore, they live in hell out in the middle of their life. I'm teaching real good right here. This right here is powerful. You have the ability to, 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 to see distinctions, to recognize distinctions. Because when we receive wisdom from God, we also receive the power to recognize and, and note differences that we would have never recognized. Old folk, you say, I'll know what I'm looking at. I'll know what I'm looking at. Because with prudence, you know what you're looking at. Whereas everybody else be thinking like, oh, see, that's a wonderful person. You're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, my, my man, my man loves me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said they committed to me forever. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what you're looking at. You don't know what you're dealing with. Because you have no prudence. Probably because you never got wisdom. Because prudence and wisdom run together. They're running buddies. That's why you made an unwise decision. Because you had no prudence, no distinction. Hallelujah. For example, we can recognize differences between what's right and what's wrong. A lot of people can't tell the differences between what's right and what's wrong. Ask me why. Because Satan is more subtle than any of the beasts of the field. He's not just going to put a tag on something and say wrong. He ain't just going to put a tag on something and say, this will jack your life up. He's going to hide it. He's going to be able to camouflage it. And if you don't know what you're looking at, you'll never be able to tell the difference. But when you get wisdom with prudence that goes right along with it, you can be able to distinguish it right there and be able to see the distinctions between the two and be able to say, this is right, this is wrong, this is what I do, this is what I want to. You stay you out. You'll be able to do that. Is anybody hearing me up in here? This is good. Because the two aren't blurred together with us because of the prudence that we got when we receive wisdom. We have prudence, so it doesn't blur things together. It doesn't blur things together. It lays distinctions between. Another thing it allows us ability to do, another example, is we'll be able to tell the difference between uh, what a person says and what a person does. We'll be able to recognize the difference between what a person says and what a person people does. You only you ain't moved by that. That's because you don't understand this yet. Because there's a huge distinction between what people say and what people do. And if you can't tell the difference between the two, you'll go by what they say and never pay a single attention to what they do. You'll only go by what they say. Because, see, some people are impressed by what people say. Some people are impressed by what people say. But because we've got prudence, that came along with wisdom. We ain't impressed by what people say. Baby, I'll be with you forever. Amen. 
I don't want to listen to him because you might have did it. Praise God. And you'll be thinking I'm talking to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, but people will say something. And people like, you know, and, and people just as, just as Goma Pile. Am I dating myself? That's too old. <laughs> Golly, Sergeant Carter. He, he said this. He said that. And we just, we goofy. There we go. Goofy Christians. <laughs> what, what do you think, Mickey? And we'll just go along with what anybody say. We just we just go <laughs> and we just oh Lord, just as goofy. I'm teaching like a mug up in here. And then later on down the line, when we get in trouble, now we sound like Donald Duck. <laughs> well, like, slow down, slow down. What 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 would you say? <laughs> it's just just slow down. <laughs> Jesus, I'm teaching real good. Because <laughs> you, you couldn't understand the distinctions between what a person says and what a person does. Pastor, I don't care what you say. He loved me. Then why I see him out with five, five other women on different nights? Well, he said he was at work, baby. Come on, y'all feeling me? You don't go by what people say. You go by what people do. Especially during election time. People say everything that you want to hear in order to get you to do what they want you to do. But you got to pay attention to what people do. Like, for example, if a person says, I believe in women having equal pay and I'm going to fight for women's equal pay. Well, what happened when you didn't have to fight when you was running your own organization? What did they have then? They had half the pay that a man had. So you're a liar. You don't fight for nothing because when you had the opportunity to do it with nobody, you in charge. You in charge and you didn't do it. Not a single one did you do. So if you didn't do it then, what makes you think you're going to do it now when you got to run it through Congress? Amen. When before you had total uh, uh, choice to do what you want to do. See, because we, see, we are different. We can see and understand the distinctions between what they say and what they'll do. We know talk is cheap. And we know that actions speak louder than words. We know that. So we can tell when people is just jawjacking and when they just saying that they'll be backing whatever they're saying. We can tell the difference between the two. Prudence gave us the ability to be able to see the distinction between the two. And there's another thing that prudence is. It's the power to decide or judge. The power to decide or judge. I may add the phrase rightly. Rightly. Because everybody got the power to judge. Everybody got the power to decide. But rightly, everybody don't have that power. Because along with wisdom comes the power to decide or judge rightly. Whereas the power to make right decisions and the power to make right judgments. When you're facing something, will you do the right thing? When opportunities avail themselves to you, will you do the right thing? Hallelujah. Well, they was willing to talk to me and I needed somebody to talk to. But who was the person that was talking to you? Was it the right person or the wrong person? Because you still might have made the wrong decision based upon the opportunity that was there before you. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? Well, see, this car was on sale, so I bought it. Yeah, but you you ain't got a job, but it was on sale. You know how people get you in stores. They say 50% off. Oh, man, I get to save 50%. I can help you save 100. Don't buy it. 50% 50 off means that you still pay 50% of what it was. And you didn't have the 50%. I needed the transportation. That don't mean go buy a new car. Hello, hello. You got you to have discretion, discernment as to what you do. 
I needed transportation. Hoopties are transportation. New cars are prideful possessions, especially when you're broke. I said, especially when you're broke. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm so glad I ain't talking about you. And then look at your other neighbor and say, I hope I wasn't. Because a lot of people, they don't have discretion. They don't have prudence. Because they don't operate in wisdom. Oh, folk, you say they do stupid stuff. And then they worry about, why all this happening to me? I don't understand why all this happening to me. I can't. I can look at a series of decisions that you made and saw that you had no prudence, which meant you had no wisdom. But the good part about it is that wisdom can still come to clean up all our bad decisions. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blissful with what the Word of God had to say. I hope even more that your faith is rising in the fact that the promises that God made in His Word to us are rightfully ours. Especially since God tells us in His Word that He's willing and wanting to do those things for those of us whom He loves. So, let's believe God's Word is true and do what He tells us in His Word to do so that He can really do what He wants to do for me and you. Every promise God promises in His Word is rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it after you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.